All right, we are live. Uh, another episode. Uh, thank you for listening. We are grateful that you are taking the time to uh, listen to us talk about some Montana football. Um, but yeah, we, we first, you know, guys, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, a lot of our listeners are, are Apple listeners, Apple podcast listeners. So make sure you give us a rate, a review there that helps us out gets us into the algorithm of all that and gets us on out there a little bit more. Um, also get a hold of us. You know, we, we've had a, a lot of people reach out either on Twitter, Instagram, or just reaching out to us personally or e- on egress as well. Uh, so that's awesome. We want to continue to get, get more interaction that way too. Um, so, so get a hold of us. We want to hear from you. Even if we don't agree with you, we, we can at least have that nice uh, banter back and forth. So Luke, how are you, man? Doing, doing much better. Uh, I've calmed down now. Um, I was pretty excited after the game, uh, just because, as we've discussed, we should not be losing to a team like NAU, and yeah. uh, we just had, had a bad night. And uh, you know, I was pretty upset that night. And then the next morning, well, the sun came up, and we were still, you know, things are still okay, and everything's gonna be all right. So we're uh, we're on to Idaho State, but uh, should probably talk about what happened on on Saturday. Yeah, let's get into that. You know, uh, so the end result was a twenty-eight to fourteen loss at the hands of uh, the Lumberjacks. Um, just going to some stats, guys, even though they're painful. NAU out first down, that's 23 to 12. Rushing yards, uh, 136 for NAU to 31 for us. Passing yards, they had 260, we had 213. Uh, so they, they had more yardage, um, 396 to 244. Uh, they sacked us five times. We had a total of 62 plays, and NAU had a total of 74 plays. Four penalties for 24 five yards. I believe we had 10 for 68. So we had more penalties as well. Interceptions. Uh, we had two, they had one, um, third down percentage. Uh, well, they were five of 16 for third down. We are two for 17 and they did really well on fourth down there, four for five and we are one for four. Um, so, you know, just looking at those stats, you know, the zero sacks kind of um, alarms me that we're not getting that pressure uh, just because our defense totally just relies on that. It's crazy that we didn't get any sacks in that game. And it's been kind of sackless, as you would say, uh, the last couple of games. Interesting fact there is we have seven sacks on the season. Uh, opponents have sacked us 13 times. That combination of our defense not getting in any pressure and the lack of protection, it, it is a downward fall no matter who you um and that that showed out i'll start with the offense yeah so let's go into offense first well, i mean the, the sacks you're talking about the sack yeah so i rewatched some of the game and um there's there's a reason we're getting sacked there's some missed assignments uh offensive line not doing their thing but then some of the other things i noticed is you know there's a lot of people ripping on vidlack out there well there was a lot of mistakes by our receivers yeah. um if you look in certain place he's looking at our receivers and they're running the wrong routes and they're almost running into each other. So he's having to look off of it and look elsewhere and move around the pocket. And it's allowing the pocket to break down where he could have already thrown the ball if people are running the correct route. Um, It's also relying on our tight ends to block a defensive end and them all of a sudden realizing, oh, I got to block that guy and whiffing and him getting crushed. On that play, he got crushed. Um, He was about to throw it. White is wide open down the field. I mean, it's touchdown time. And, you know, it's just so many mistakes. And, you know, a lot of times in a football game, people will make mistakes. But I think on Saturday, every person on our damn team, including coaches and everybody, made mistakes. We usually don't see that. Everybody was making 
mental mistakes left and right. Um, I have a feeling part of it was the fact that Utah Tech came in and whooped up on NAU. And you try not to think about that stuff, but you do. Like, oh, my God, if you beat up on them. Like, I have a feeling that some of it is the guys were like, oh, we'll walk over this team. Yeah. And an 0-3 team, they're, you know, they're playing for their coach, playing for their season, everything. We're they were walking, hungry, too. Yeah, they were, they were really hungry. We're walking in thinking, oh, we're going to walk over these guys. And they should have played football, and we weren't ready. No. Well, and one thing that kind of worries me is, you know, our offensive line is supposed to be our stronghold, right? And all those guys are – half of those guys are seniors. Yeah. Um, our wide receivers are juniors and I think just juniors. Yeah. We might have one yeah. sophomore, and I think Reconelli is a sophomore if he – on transfer rules, I believe. Yeah. It's um, some of those rules. Yeah, yeah. So if you look at that, though – should we be expecting miss route like miss ran routes and miss blocks when you have juniors as basically wide receivers and seniors as half of your line yeah. like that just thinks like that makes me think okay where where is the disconnect is it coaching is it players is it what is it because yeah. i haven't seen that we 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 can say that maybe one off like one position doesn't do well, but I haven't seen the whole team like that just downright not do anything correct. Yeah, there's so many people missing assignments, doing one thing when the other half like so like this happens a lot on offense and defense where especially on like line protection or like on the defense the backers uh, like your your free safeties and DBs. They're yeah. calling off protections, and if half of them hear one thing and half of them think you're still running something else, the whole thing is gone. Like the yeah. line could be on the offense, the line could be thinking it's you know blocking this way, and then the other half's thinking it's this way, or thinking the snap counts this, and it's th- and it's this, and it screws everything up, and it just turns into a dang mess. And that's it was that's it was that bad. Like there's so many mistakes in every play where it's like it's just it snowballs and it just gets worse and worse. And it's like, you, you could tell, like, I think some people were getting frustrated. Like, why can't we stop making mistakes? And they just kept making more mistakes. Well, just the lack of continuity and just, it, it, it just made me think, Oh, what? And, and the coaches are going to say it. Like we had a great, great practice. This, this, and then that happens. We have off days, but that many position groups where we couldn't do special makes- teams where we've been lights out had, some questionable call. Yeah. Um, and so let's get into the kind of the offense. Some of the things that I saw, and you you see what you tell me what you saw, the lack of creativity. Like, I, I just think that it, is this the same offense? Like from last year, we've had some more passes down the field, but the, the lack of creativity is not there, or maybe I'm just not seeing it. But so a question just, I have, I guess, with that is, yeah, you know, if the guys are getting too confused and stuff, do you think maybe in the middle of the game plan pieces like, all right, let's dumb this down a little bit. Everybody's controlled. Run of the wrong routes. Okay, here, just run this. We did this at the beginning of spring ball. You yeah. guys can do this. And then they screw that up. And it's like, so yeah. I think I think it's a combination of everything. And and coaches can have an off day too. You could yeah. be thinking, oh, this will work. And then it doesn't work. And I mean, it just. It just feels like with me, like we're more creative on special teams than we are with our offense. Yeah. Like, 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 honestly, like 
I, I just don't know if like, uh, and this is just like a question out there, and I'm not expecting anybody to answer it, but like this, uh, who's calling the plays? I know Pease is the co- play caller, but is it Bobby saying, "Hey, we're only going to run this. Don't yeah. don't even talk about you know running all this." It it just feels like they're when when management tries to kind of structure things and push things in in one way yeah. it, it doesn't create creativity and i understand i totally agree with you that you know if we're not doing anything right we dumb it down yeah. but man so i don't know about that but i i've got a friend that was an offensive coordinator for a college football team who was calling the place and in a certain game the head coach started overriding his place running yeah. a different place and he was so pissed he's like if if he wants to run, call the dang offense, then fine. Call the whole offense. Don't change my plays as I'm trying to. And so I don't know if that's what's happening. It can happen. You know, yeah. and those are things that you only see if you're in the behind the scenes and stuff. But that yeah. stuff can happen. Now, I don't see – it doesn't look to me like Bobby's calling any plays because he's standing over here just with the, his pissed off look on his face almost looking like what is going on out here um so i i don't think he's calling the plays but at the same time he is deciding hey like i can see him getting the headset you know run the ball here just keep running the ball i don't want to throw it and then all of a sudden if you're peace okay i have to do this or and that yeah. didn't happen on saturday a bunch but i mean he could be yeah. dictating what the game plan is um i'm just not sure well and the, you said it and i said it the offensive line you know on all fronts man they, they got dominated uh, that defensive line of NAU just e- even on a three three man front that that they got to our quarterback all the time. That's what I don't get. Like this is the same offensive line that we had last year in the playoffs, right? Yeah. And stuff. And and there was times they did an amazing job. And this, I mean, that was what we talked about. This is this was going to be the horse. Like there was one thing we didn't have to yeah. worry about was yeah. offensive line. Yeah. Excuse my language. They look like shit. Very, very, very bad. Each other. They're not blocking. They're not finishing blocking. They're giving up on plays. Yep. I mean, there used to be the Dola mindset, you know, on the offensive line. And these guys were nasty guys like, you know, McFarland and Thatcher and Leaf. And I mean, we're talking. Yeah. I mean, you're talking guys that are just, I mean, Cook, you know, Angel. I mean, you've got guys that are just dominating. And you know, playing with that defensive mentality on offense, and man, I did not see that on Saturday. No, I didn't either. When, when that game got over, we lost. Like I just, I was just like baffled. I'm like, what? What team was that? Yeah, that doesn't look like the Montana Grizzlies. No, out there, not gonna, you know, no matter what, gonna play to every last minute and every down and and kick people's ass. That's yeah. not what it looked like out there. Now, not everybody. There were some people. Yeah, it made some efforts and stuff, but this was the one time where there was a majority of people making way more mistakes and not going effort than I'd ever seen on a Montana Grizzly football. It was pretty alarming, and I think the fans just with with that out there in Twitterverse and social media are saying that too. Like, this is what is this, right? Yeah, because- I heard that people leaving the stadium because there was a lot of Grizz fans there were just quiet and kind of looking at each other like, what just happened? Yeah, well, and it's like what the first loss that. Hauk has had a, uh, against NAU yeah. in his tenure. Yeah, I think it is his first. So that's that's crazy in itself. Like I can take a grain of salt with us being playing our hardest and losing a game, right? 
and, and just not going our way. But you can't tell me that that team was overmatched or or, or had a talent issue. Our our, our talent is 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 there. Uh, I the work was not put in, or or the planning wasn't put in, or it wasn't just executed very well. But if you kind of look since what 2019 last run in the playoffs that was pretty good with Sneed, yeah, you have seen a can we say worse? It hasn't gotten any better this year. I haven't seen us have more sacks against us than um, and so are we getting worse? On the offensive well, line, you know, one thing you bring up, Sneed, and it just my head went right back to this. Yeah, um, and this is something I haven't seen on offense this year, and for a while. Yeah, Sneed was a damn leader out there. Oh yeah, that guy was a leader on offense. He took it yeah. and ran with it. He was just like, no, this is my team. Yeah. We heard about that even in practice before it started. You know, Bobby likes to do the competition. He went and grabbed it and was like, this is my team. Yep. You know, everybody else get the heck out of the way. Yep. And there was times like I remember him. Just, running and getting hit and just like getting fiery and it would fire up the whole team. What I haven't seen this year on offense from anybody is that leader. Yeah. I don't see it out there. No, I don't either. He's going to grab everybody and go, guess what? We're going to go win this damn thing. Yeah. It's everybody kind of standing around looking for that leader. We need someone to step up and be that person. And I don't know who it's going to be, but someone needs to damn well do it. And I think that's what Bobby's talking about when he talks with the two quarterbacks. One of them's got to grab it. He's waiting for someone to do the sneed and get up there and grab that and take it and lead this damn team. But I'm, I mean, I haven't seen but it yet. It, and I will, I will give Vidlak credit. That guy was running for his life. Oh my gosh! Still trying to make plays, and I was inspired. I was like, "There's people ripping him out there. He was throwing good balls, and yes. he was trying to read stuff, and he was running around, and he wasn't, he wasn't giving in." And I remember looking, and he's got blood running down his arm from getting yep. beaten up, and he's still playing. So. I think he's got the potential. I'm still in his his court, and I think if yeah. he would just, I think if he just grab it and take it, he could lead these guys and take them take them to the next level. And I, I don't, I, I totally agree with you. I, I, what I see is he's got all the talent, arm talent in the world. Does he make questionable calls? Yes. One of the he, he keeps on making the uh, I can do I can do this play. I'm going to make something out of nothing. And then usually what happens is, is the last two games he's thrown an interception doing that. That interception but, on but the yeah. right side, the guys, yeah. the receivers ran the wrong route, and he's rolled yep. up and had to make something else instead of throwing yeah. it away. Yeah, but you're gonna you're gonna see that with a, a a freshman. I don't think people understand that. Like he did not play at Oregon State. He did not play at Boise State. He has not played football, competitive football since high, high school. school. So that is a lot coming into – that. that's why it was so amazing at the spring game, even though it was a spring game, how well he did right. because he, he hasn't played. He's played very well. You look at the 13 sacks. Well, of course he can't He can't throw the ball he's got. He's running for his life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, honestly, like, like I, I am so tired of people, like, bashing him. Yeah. But if, if we had – McDowell out there, and there's nothing wrong with McDowell. He can't throw the ball. He no. cannot throw the ball. He 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 pushes the ball yeah, he does when a, he throws a shot put thing. Exactly. And so, like, if you want to be one dimensional and just run the ball and run the ball, I I don't see how that can make us better. NDSU they do it, but they run a whole different system, than, and the, their blocking is totally different than what we do. Way way different. Yeah, exactly. And so it, it's just crazy because another thing we had uh Harris back there. What happened to Gilman? He had four 
carries for 31 yards. He yeah. was our back that was doing everything. What happened with him? I, I was questioning that too, especially on the the, the short distance things. I'm yeah. like, what's X doing back there? He's more of that scat back kind of quick guy. Yeah. I'm like, why don't we have Gilman or Osmo pounding the rock here for a yard? You know, I, I didn't understand that. I'm like, did the thing is, is like, did he get hurt? Does he have the flu today? Does the yeah, but he was out there four wrong. times and he looked he was, fine. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I rewatched that a couple of those because I was like, is he hurt? He didn't look hurt. Yeah, he didn't look um, hurt either. And then if if you want a yard and you're you're not gonna have the big backs, get McDowell in there. Yeah, that's I I agree. Put like, McDowell, put Eli in, and then yeah. they're gonna go. Okay, they got to get one of them, or you can get guys to commit to one or the other and give it to the other yeah. one. Thing. Yeah, so. get Eli, get Osmo back there. And and then have McDowell back there as well and run the ball. I, I, I just did not I did not get some of the play calling. Um the third down, third down and one, fourth down and one. Um where that could have just it, it felt like the whole game we were right there, right there in striking distance where if we could have just one thing kind of go right, we'd get that flip that momentum. Um there was no momentum, <laughs> no momentum at all. No. You know, I feel bad for our defense because I think they kind of they, they did some good things. They did some horrible things that we'll we'll go into. Like I I kept like why why does no one want to guard the tight end? <laughs> yeah, so that was just flat ass blown coverage. Like our guys were guarding the wrong people. Like yeah. they were supposed to transfer over to the tight end, not the back, and they weren't rotating correctly. And so he had two people. Because one guy made the mistake on the wrong person, and then one was going free. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. Yeah. So one guy on the defense that was awesome and is just kicking ass out there is uh, is Hill. He's out yeah. there. So that that when Gradney hit that ball, goes flying there. He comes That's running in, freaking amazing diving catch. <laughs> I thought, okay, here we go. We're swinging some momentum because everybody's fired up and stuff. But then, yeah. you know. The offense just did what they did all day. Um, and it was crazy. We had two picks. Yeah, Gradney. I mean, and he's, getting, did, he's doing did. the Dustin Ford. He's getting a pick a game now. Yeah. Like, and, and I think we got one touchdown out, off of Gradney's, but I don't think we got one off of Braxton. Okay. So, yeah. And then the – like, okay, do you want to go into the defensive side? Or did we get all of our things we wanted to say about the offense? They sucked. <laughs> they sucked. It was bad. It was just a terrible effort. I'm sorry. Like, it, was. It, was. it was. It was. And that's the whole thing. Like, that's the whole thing. There was no effort. And it was it was frustrating to watch. There's 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 people that played hard. And so I don't yeah. want to make them all the same that way. Like I said, I was appreciative what Vidlak did. Bergen, I think, was working hard out there, too. But there was a lot of people that mailed things in and just didn't. And it's uh, it's gut check time. I'm The yeah. good thing is, is I'm... I, I think I know Bobby Houck and this coaching staff. They're watching that film, and they're going, "All right, man up, yeah, own it, own it." Yeah. You know, because we all fail, so yeah. own it and freaking learn from it, and let's go. Yeah, defense, man. Um, trick plays. Holy cow! Trick plays after trick plays that. I have well, never seen I so many what, though, that, that we that, got that, that play where they, they threw the, the zero, they threw yeah. the big pass down the field. As soon as they threw the zero, I go, this is another pass. I mean, like, I, mean, I don't know how our defense didn't know. I mean, everybody yeah. knew 
he was going to chuck it. And sure enough, the yeah. guy's wide open. I'm just going. And again, that's blown assignment because our defense runs off of this is your assignment. But part of it, and I was been telling other people this, we play sometimes so aggressive that mm-hmm. we that over gets the over ball or everybody wants to get to the guy and hammer him that all of a sudden they forget that, oh, no, I still have my assignment because they could be running a trick play here and that, they caught us. And boom, score. Oh, and I had to believe that that catch was a tight end. And I'm like, yeah. hey, that guy, he's a big tight end. But even my wife was like, oh, he's going to throw it. And I'm like, yep. Oh, yep. and there's no one close to like 10 yards. Yeah. Um, yeah. So over pursuit, I was just going to talk about that, um, that, that they were going to all the time. And, and I think that's something that you kind of have to live with, with this defense, don't you? Well, I, I think a little bit, but at the same time, like everybody has their assignment and especially cause we play a lot of like, we're running, we're running man end zone where yeah. you got to know who you have. But the problem is if you don't, or you decide that you're going to be a hero, and leave your person, that's when you leave everybody else hanging out there and they're going to hit you. And boy, any of you did. It was like, oh, I'm going to be here and stop this play. Oh, crap, the play's going the other way now. And now I'm in trouble. Yeah. And it was just a lot of that going on, unfortunately. Well, and just uh, one thing that bothered me with the defensive side of the ball is, is like, well, Hauk, you know, he said, oh, they changed their offense. They changed their whole offense and they didn't have anything that – you know, we, we didn't know that we were going to run that. It's like, first of all, first of all, when we say we should run something different, they say, well, everybody runs the same thing. Well, if everyone runs the same thing, how did they, they throw up, throw out their whole offense and do something different? Yeah. And then how did you just like get fooled by it? Like that makes me think that because he was praising, ball that he should get coach of the year and blah 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 without and, and he didn't coach he outcoached our coach but yeah. i see a tendency of what's happening that consistently we're getting out coached yeah I and think so. the, the bs called of saying well they changed everything even though he said is in in you know did the opposite and the wall said we can't you can't have all, all offenses are the same we run the same thing well you can't have that cop out. Yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like that was Coach Hauk deflecting. Yeah, from himself and just like, oh, Coach, you know, just right after the game, just deflecting. Because I have a feeling too. I think I feel like he was like, what the hell just happened? Like yeah. everybody else, like what the, what was that? And so, not knowing what to say, he just is giving praise to Coach Ball, and you know they outcoached us and leave it at that, you know, because. Um, I think once you, because I like I felt that late afterwards. I'm like, what happened? And oh, I, I did too. Rewatching the game, and I'm like, oh, and I can rewind. You know, during the game, I'm not rewinding plays back a lot because I'm like, I want to see what's going to happen next. Because you're so into yeah. it. Yeah. Well, after it's over, you can rewind things back, and you're watching different position groups. You're going, oh, look, that guy didn't do his assignment. Neither did that guy. That yeah. left these two guys hanging, and this person wide open. I mean, so wide open that, heck. I could probably get it there. Um, <laughs> awesome. This is great. This is so much fun to watch. You know, it's just like <laughs> breakdown after breakdown after breakdown. I feel like, what are you doing? You know, it's just, I, I haven't seen that many mistakes by a Grizz team in forever. And so what, what causes that? Yeah. Is, it, is it coaching? Is it some other factor? I mean, the other thing, you know, 
I always got to think about, like, I remember when I was playing, if a guy's girlfriend broke up with him, he would have a terrible game, you know, yeah. something. But the whole team didn't have their girlfriend break up mm, with him. I don't you know? think so. It's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I just, I don't, it's, I've never seen such a breakdown of, you know, just of the, 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 the thought. It's like their own brain fog or something. Oh, yeah. That's what makes me think if they were just, like, almost overconfident and came into this, just overlooked them, like, oh, my gosh, if Utah Tech can do that, look, we do Utah Tech. We can just show up and we're gonna they're gonna hand us the freaking W. But the Utah Tech game was different where they turned the ball over six times. If they didn't yeah. and then those are I know. pretty You're stupid turnovers where if they were actually turning not turning over the ball, that game I think would have probably been been direct like totally opposite. Because if I'm not mistaken, a lot of the, their points came in the first half. I believe it was like thirty four to seven at half. So, you know, they held them to another, what, 16 points, and they scored, what, another 24? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. 23 points. So they did flip the script in the, the second half. But I'm just I'm, – I'm, I'm really worried with our adaptability. Like, we're, we're so so on defense and offense just stuck on this, like, being able to follow this script. Right. Well, you know, the script doesn't go right, well – we, we, we're just going to keep on doing the script because it will work. Well, it, it just it just kind of proves our point where it, it's not working. You have to do something yeah, different. If it's not working. Chuck it out the window. Exactly. I mean, like I keep hearing about you know, like our experience in coaching and such experience. Like, like yeah. he's been offensive coordinator everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Well, he should be able to just like, yeah, this ain't working. Let's do this. Yeah. You know. Well, and, and that's what with, with the whole like three like the offense that they changed mysteriously, wouldn't you be able to say, okay, this is what they're doing. We've got to change our defense. Yeah, I would think that. Or at least a half. Smart enough people. like, And that's what I was hoping at halftime. I was like, okay, halftime, we're going to make the adjustments. Yeah. We've seen what they're doing. Yeah. We're going to come out and this is going to be a different half. And then we came out and we did the same mistakes and just kept yeah. screwing up. And it's just like, okay, well, I don't know yeah. what happened at halftime. Because um, generally over, over the years, you know, even when games where the Grizz are down, halftime isn't a bunch of yelling and stuff. It's okay. Let's go in. Here's what we're seeing. Here's the adjustments we need to make. Make the adjustments. The coaching the coaching staff talks about it too. We come out, make the adjustments, win the damn game. Yeah, not here. No, no. It, it's just we're not getting the pressure, and that's kind of worrisome. Because to be honest, guys, like these teams that we're playing are not going to be the four teams we're going to have to face to win, to be able to go to the playoffs. UC Davis, you know, Iowa, Sac State, Montana State, they have totally better lines, they have better defensive lines than Idaho State and NAU. Yeah, look at I mean, look at the freaking stupid Bobcats this weekend. Putting oh, gosh. Nothing on Weaver. At, it wasn't at Weaver. Yeah, I didn't see that. Coming. I didn't either. I, I haven't watched that game, and I won't watch that game. No. no. But, I mean – when their running backs blowing kisses to the other sideline as he's running, um, they're, they're playing with swagger and we are not. And no. we need, we're, we're usually the team that's playing with swagger and we need to get that figured out. Yeah, definitely. And definitely on the defensive side of the ball, it, it it's like we said, we couldn't, couldn't cover the tight end, couldn't get pressure. Um, and then just the lack of energy. Usually our defense plays with so much energy and effort that it, you can feel it. Yeah. It just, it did not seem. Well, that's, so my wife kept asking me this. She's like, do you think it's the elevation? Do you think it's the elevation? Because there's a difference there. And I was like, no. Yeah. 
I mean, it can affect you a little bit, but not not this bad. No, I mean, there's still a, a want to and a and a, and a and a you know a give a crap about going and playing hard. I mean, yeah. I didn't see guys puking on the sideline. If they're all puking on the sideline, that tells me okay, now you're giving the most effort you can give. Yeah, I didn't see that. So, nope. I, I yeah, elevation is. If people want to say that, whatever. Well, and I've heard also, and I'm not a doctor, but I've also heard that that takes effect like 24 hours or like 18 hours after the fact that you've been there. So I don't think we've, I think we what arrived Friday and left Saturday. Yeah. So I don't think that's, I don't think that. Well, I think I that's know. what we've always tried to do there is because it takes a while is just yeah. get, get there kind of late and then. You know, so that way we're done playing the game before it affects you. That's in, yeah. I mean, so I don't know. It was not good. Um, any last thoughts, man? So uh, special teams suck too. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the punt that we got blocked. Yeah. If you look, the up back, that was his guy, and I don't know what he he went decided to take some other guy, mm-hmm. and yeah, it just it was just mistake after mistake after mistake. Yeah. Um, so hopefully. They learn from all this stuff. Every position group take what we learn, and usually, I mean, the Grizz notoriously, if we get our lose, we bounce back pretty good. So I'm yeah. hoping that that's what happens. And I'm very grateful that we get to play Idaho State next, and we're oh. not playing Idaho, Davis, Sac, or the Kitties next. So yeah, um, I guess if you're gonna play like that, at least we got an opponent that we have a chance we should have a chance against this this next weekend yeah and it's yeah. back home too which is helpful yeah exactly you know i think this is going to be pivotal times like you said and i said like it's got to show up you've got to develop you've got to make that jump our line I, i've seen some good things but this year they ha- they have to step up and I, I don't think they've done that yet it's, um yeah, it's gut check time i mean i would so if i'm like coach germer who's yeah, I feel like it's a pretty damn good coach. I've known Chad for years. I would be calling in some people, some ex-ball linemen, going, come in here and talk to this group. Exactly. Those guys are going to rip their asses and be yeah. like, hey, you know, we entrusted this to you. Exactly. We're all a part of this. You need to get out yeah. there and do your damn job. And so and maybe that'll put a little fire into them, you know, yeah. get them going a little bit. Yeah. I, I think that that's what they should do. Like, they should call a couple of those guys. Should call all those guys and say, what the heck are you bring, guys doing? Bring them, bring them all in. I'm sure they'd be happy to talk to them. Oh, I bet you they would. I bet you they would. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's not good. And then just the comments, like my, and I just wanted to briefly, uh, I'm so tired of the, the post-game conferences with Bobby. Like, there's, and then, and, and, there's no need. I, I know it's a stressful time. They're just doing their jobs too. Yeah, they're doing their and job. they're not and they're not they're not saying it. Well, they don't walk around on eggshells and just exactly try to ask the questions. Like, dude, just be a little nicer. Just yeah. you know, they're they're not trying to ask you controversial questions at all. Yeah, be nice, answer their question, and don't be a dick about it. Don't be a dick and don't rip into the guy and be like, well, "What do you think?" Yeah. Like it, like what does that look like? as a, a a fan with another fan yeah. or even just an like your alma mater your coach you're you're the you're the face of the university and the thing is so that we all know what we're talking about when you talk to frank yeah well and we're we're trying to we're trying to recruit and do all this stuff 
Well, now it's all over the dang internet. Going, yep. look at this coach. He's such a jerk. And what do you, you know? Recruits look at everything. You're, yep. you know, they used to say, you know, when when you're a Montana Grizzly, you're a Montana Grizzly twenty four seven. Everything yep. you do gets looked at. Well, that's the co- everybody. It's so everybody. Yep. Always got to think that you're always on. Always having that. People are always under the magnifying glass, and especially now with yeah. all the different social media outlets, that stuff's going to just take off out there. Yeah. So it's like, just, man, just be a little nicer to these guys. Exactly. Well, and it's just like, you don't have you to don't control. Yeah, you don't have to control the narrative all the time. Yeah. They're not going to, you've already set the precedence that if you say something I don't like, you're going to get thrown under the bus. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the one of the things is, like he, he, he threw out there, well, we're not even close to what we were yet last year. Like, that was alarming to me because I'm like, wow. Like, we, all we've heard throughout this whole year is, oh, our offensive line's great. We're going to do yeah. some great things. And then all of a sudden, after one loss, he's like, well, we're not even close. We're yeah. not a, he, he literally said, we're not a good team. We're not even close to what we were last year. Yeah. And maybe maybe he's just referring to the performance that day. Yeah, I mean, but that was alarming to me. Yeah, it, no, no, you're, that was, you're right. It's it's not good when you're saying that. No. So well, and I have never heard him say something like that. Yeah. It, I, it was just like, whoa, this is this is different. Um, I, I really think that both coaches and players need to look hard. I know that the coaches and I know the players work extremely hard, but what's working, what's not working, and what do we got to do to 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 flip switch? Yeah. Well, I. I I feel pretty confident that that all of them are pretty embarrassed about this last weekend. Oh yeah, coaching yeah. staff, players, and they're all taking a hard look in the mirror. You know, like I said, gut check time. And and I I, I feel like we're gonna see it this weekend. You know, the result of you know we're not we're not gonna let that happen again. I'm hoping they all draw a line in the sand and say, all right, enough of yeah. this. We're done. We're done being that. Not that's not happening again. And it flips us because you can take that a loss like that and use it yeah. to help propel you to being successful. Because people aren't going to like me saying this, but like we still have a lot of season ahead of us. We can we still do. accomplish a lot of goals. We have, you know, I was—I'll admit—I was one. I thought today I'd see the rankings that we wouldn't be ranked. I was like, I don't oh, think we, we should. Ranked. I don't think we should be ranked, honestly. Or, like, or or we'd be right there at like 24, 25. Yeah. But no, we're sitting at. Let me look here: eighteen in the media poll, sixteen in the coaches poll. Yeah. So that tells me something that you know, maybe we're not. You know, maybe people are still seeing stuff, and I, I think we still have a team that could do stuff. Like I said, we've got all these ranked teams in front of us still. We could still yeah. do some stuff, but to do that, we need to be a thousand times better than this last weekend, and use that to propel us forward into, into what we need to get done. I think that the, the, the voters, I think they look at what we could be and they look at what what lies ahead and they say, well, we don't really know what they are going to look like, but we'll find out here yeah. in the next couple of weeks. And so they don't want to put us, you know, a three and one team out of the top 25. But man, I, 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 and, and, and I'm a, I'm a Grizz fan. I, I, I would have not have voted us in the top 25. If, I it, if I did, it would have been like 25. <laughs> yeah, that's like I thought for sure we'd be either out or right at 24 or 25. Yeah, uh, it was. I, I saw that. Or you, you even texted me. I was yeah. just like, what? 
Yeah, I was surprised. I was very surprised. Yeah. So, because I know, like we talked about last week, Sam Herder voted us out. He didn't have us. Oh, yeah. And uh, Craig Haley had us at 25. 25. Yeah. So that tells me that there's other people. And, you know, that's the media poll. I take a little bit more of the coaches' poll. So that I was surprised that we were higher ranked in the coaches' poll. Yeah. I do feel like the coaches know a little bit more um, than the, the, the media people or, you know, so. Um, surprised, I'll take it. I'm glad we didn't fall a bunch. You know, it's like, okay, I'll take the little wins. So that yeah. was a little win. Let's take that little win and keep it going and take get other little wins and make them into big wins. Well, and you know, it, it's it's do or die time, right? It's yeah. that 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 win makes you need to kind of not lose the ones that you you were expected to win, right? This yeah. next one, you you can't lose that one. Uh, because you've got a slate of teams where, and I, and I, I I'm doing this as the like the <laughs> analytical piece, like where you're like Idaho, that's not looking like that's a 50 50 game. No, uh, no, I mean, I'm not saying that's, right that's now, not a 50. That's right not a 50 I don't have any confidence in us beating any of those teams. I know I'm no. saying that we if we did, we'd be right back in it. Yeah. First things first, we got to beat Idaho State. Who is Idaho Never. State? This whole freaking season's over. Like, oh, that, it is. We're done. That's it that's, is. Like, you know. Yeah. That's, so, so if we lose this game, like, it it, it is going to be a dumpster fire. So, so we have one game right now. It's Idaho State. <laughs> yep. and we better beat him. Yep. And then we can move on to Davis. But right yep. now, <laughs> one game. I love it. I love it. Matters. Let's get it. Let's get into Idaho State, man. The Bengals. Uh, yep. They do have uh, Cody Hawkins as their first year coach coming yep. over from UC Davis. A little bit about the Bengals. And remember last year when they had that dumpster fire of like players leaving? The coach basically said, No one's coming back. Yeah, they're, you know, they're a lot of their coach that just, yeah, that guy was their best know. wide receiver went to play at Arizona State. Yeah. Um, so he came in. I think he's done a, he's done a pretty good job. Like their first games, they played people. Yeah. No, he's, I think he's doing a great job. And he comes from, I mean, his dad's coach Hawk down in UC Davis, like you said. And yeah, he's he's growing up around that coach and wife is you know his whole life. Um, I thought it was a great hire when they said that was the hire. I was like, way to give this this young guy an opportunity. Yep. And good hire for them. So yeah. So this year that they started out playing San Diego State, uh, they lost twenty eight to thirty six, which I, I was amazed by. Uh, they then went to the next San Diego week. State, who runs the same defensive. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Oh no. Uh, they went to Utah State. <laughs> you just had to point that I out. I wasn't trying to scare you, oh, but I've been thinking about that for a while. Oh no. Uh, Utah State. Uh, they played. They uh, lost them twenty-eight to seventy-eight. Uh, played Northern Iowa. They lost to Northern Iowa seventeen to forty-one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, this week they played Northern Colorado, um, and. They beat them 35-21. It was like the, not to be mean, but at the bottom dwellers of the big sky. I think those two teams are kind of trying to find themselves. Yeah. Uh, but a little bit about Idaho State. Uh, they are the number one passing offense in the big sky. They love they, the ball. Oh, they love to throw the ball. They're number six overall in offense. Uh, they're the number 12 uh, team in rushing. They do not like to rush with their running back. They like to rush with their quarterback, yeah. which is crazy. Their leading rusher is a quarterback. Um, their defense 
their rushing defense is uh, last in the big sky and their passing defense is number nine. So um, not a great defense. Uh, prolific. Could I say prolific? They just pass the ball a lot. They just, I don't know if it's prolific yet. They throw um, and throw and throw some more. Yep. And they're not scared to do it. Huh. They throw an interception. They're just going to throw it more. Did you, uh, did you see that play this weekend? Um, or it was Northern Colorado. I think he picked it or something. It was running down. It was that their quarterback ran down and knocked the ball loose? Yeah. The effort that kid had, I was impressed. I was like, holy yeah. God. It was all over the internet. I was like, dang, that's impressive. It is. So a little bit, I, I you guys, they're 27 points per game. Their opponents are scoring 44 points a game. Rushing, they're about 63 rushing yards a game. Passing, 322. Uh, total, they're about 385. Um, and so the opponents are about 493. Um, third down percentage, they're about 46%, a little over 46%. Fourth down, they're about 37. Uh, red zone, they're 13 of 14 there, but 11 of those uh, 14 have been touchdowns. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, it's their defense is, is not great, and I think that that's kind of holding them back. But uh, going into the, just their QBs, they've, they, like we said, they play a two-QB system. Um, they have a Jordan cook is their primary quarterback that throws the ball. Well, yeah. 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 And so he's the number five, uh, quarterback overall right now in the big sky. Um, and then Hunter Hayes, like you said, Luke is their running quarterback where he's that dual threat. He has, and then he has thrown the ball. He's yep. 40 of 64 for 104 yards, five touchdowns, and one interception. Uh, but he is their leading <laughs> their leading rusher at 106 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Um, and that says a lot because their next running back is only at 49 yards. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like even close. Yeah, no, it's not. So uh, Jordan Cook is at 76 of 130 with 829 yards three touchdowns and five interceptions. So they will throw interceptions. They're not shy about it. Um, they have the number one wide receiver in the big sky with Christian Fredrickson. He's got 25 receptions, 355 yards, three touchdowns. He's averaging about 89, almost 89 yards. Um, but they also have the number three big sky, uh, three wide receiver in the big sky. Uh, Chaden James. Yep, Chaden James. Uh, 31 receptions. 299 yards, two touchdowns, and that's about 74, 75 yards in average. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna get their passing yards on you. Yeah, and it seems like I don't care who you are because obviously they played Utah State and you and I, and I mean you know other schools. So they're gonna get their yards. So we're gonna see them throwing the ball and getting yards on us. The key is hopefully Gradney has another pick, maybe a couple this game. Yeah, and uh, you know. We bend but don't break, I guess, on defense is, is kind of what I'm thinking. Well, and that's what's what's gonna happen too, is that they're gonna they're gonna get some yards. We we've yeah, seen that passing passing teams, they're going to get yardage on this. So um don't be surprised if that happens this game. Um, but we're uh, it, it's gonna be pivotal that we get pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. Oh yeah, we we have to get pressure and whether it's, I mean, and, and I, we have to bring that blitz and backer. So yeah. we're running more of like a forefront, you yeah. know, with, where we've got our D linemen. We're going to have to bring someone from different positions to get pressure on them. Because if you watch some of their film, when you get pressure on them, 
that's when mistake all this mistakes start happening. And it's like anything, but really with this guy. So if we can get that pressure and start knocking around early, well, then it's going to be a long day for him. And then that's going to help our secondary out and everything else. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting to see what, how we step up, you know, it's going to be a different environment at home. Um, I, I would be a little more leery um, playing at Idaho State just because it's it's not the friendly confines of Wad Grizz. And, and they play in that that tractor shed up there. At Idaho. <laughs> exactly. So I was just I was just curious. So in this weekend right now in Missoula, it's going to be about fifty degrees out on Saturday. Ooh, nice. And there's a thirty percent chance of rain. Ooh, I love that. I, I like. I mean, the forecast is looking our direction. There you go. A team that's used to playing indoors in their tractor shed. Um, hey, they've renovated that tractor shed. Well, we they saw, have. You I should saw, see the. You should see the suites that they got in that tractor here, shed. It's I pretty nice. It. I've heard it's nice, and now Idaho <laughs> added windows to theirs. So the so the Bengals will probably put windows in theirs too to get a little natural light in there too. But that one thing is just. Uh, at least they don't have the old carpet they used to have in there. That stuff was awful. Just I've, I've also heard it's like a bush can too, right? Bush yeah. can in the ground or in the ground. That yeah, uh, it's just. But, but I'm hoping it rains a whole bunch and that you know makes makes it for a long day for them because they they don't like running the ball very much. And no, they're pretty wonderful with that Hunter Hayes running the ball. So yeah, and and it's pretty. It's not like they, they try to hide it either. Like he, he'll throw the ball, and he doesn't have a bad arm, but like you know what they're going to do when he's out there. It's, it's not, it's not something that scientists, you have to be a scientist to do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it, like you said, we, we've gone over, they're going to have to get some pressure and what are we going to do when our back on the backside? Are we going to play man? Are we going to play zone? Cause I feel like if we play zone coverage, we are going to kind of let those big, you know, if we don't get pressure on them, I think, the, the, I think they're going to cut us up. I think on the outside we're going to play man, yeah. and then what worries me is more because this is was screwing up more in the last game was our safeties not doing the right assignments and that the slot guys and stuff that's kind of worries me. Yeah. Um, so it'd be nice if we can play man on the outside and give help over the top, but everybody's got to do their assignment. That's yeah. my biggest worry is like okay, know who you got and do your assignment. Don't run just, off of it. Just do just, your job. Yeah, just do your 111th, right? Your yep. 111th. Do your 111th, absolutely. Yep, yep. absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. I, I don't think we'll we'll see us play like that next week. I just I, I, I would be so surprised if we don't come out with vengeance on this team. Well, notoriously, I, we've done that after loss. Yeah. Like, we come out and it's like, you don't want to be the next team that plays us. Yeah, so it, it'll be interesting. You know, their defense guys, they, they're, they're leading tacklers, their safety, Calvin Pitcher with 34 tackles. They're not getting a tremendous pressure on, on people. They're not really getting too much interceptions. They've got maybe like a couple. Uh, one guy had two. Um, I don't even, I couldn't even, so this, this is, this is bad. They're leading their top interception guy. I couldn't even click on his name to see his bio because it wasn't <laughs> it didn't come up you couldn't click on his name so um yeah you, you get what you get i guess um but i, I wouldn't 
think that we can score against this team. I'd be really alarmed if we're not scoring on this team. Yeah, if we're not scoring on this team, something's seriously wrong. I mean, it's, yeah. we should be scoring on them and scoring on them and scoring a little more. Yeah. It, yeah. it should be giving us a little pressure relief with our defense being able to score on this team. Keys of the game, get pressure on the QB, right? Yeah. Get the offense going. And I, I want to see some passion. I want I want people to play with passion. It's even it's hard when Marty is saying people need to play with passion uh, on the broadcast. Yeah. He could uh, see he was it. saying that. Yeah, he was saying that. He saw it. Yeah. You know. Um, so it drives me nuts. Say people. I mean, there's a lot of people don't like Marty and the way he calls games. I love yeah. it. the guy. Is I love so it. Smart and he's seeing it. And he's calling it out right there. It's like yeah. he's right, man. Yeah. He's absolutely right. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, he loves the Grizz just as much as the rest of us. I mean, he yeah. does. And he's got to try to be biased. You know, you can tell when he isn't quite as biased. It's like, come on, you can do this. And it's like, you know, he just wants us to will us in a way. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll be interesting. I, I love listening to him. I, I just think that I even put it on Twitter. Like, imagine the him be like, come be our quarterback's coach. That would, that be, would be That would be amazing. That would be cool. That would be yeah. very cool. I mean, he's super bright. That's why he's always putting on his quarterback uh, camp every summer and stuff. And he'll bring crazy names in to help the local high school kids out and stuff to yeah a little bit more about QB. But pretty cool. Yeah. So lot. Yeah. I, I have one, one last thought on Idaho, yeah. Idaho State here. I want to give one shout out because I enjoy the heck out of them. <laughs> they have this uh, Idaho State has this fan page called the Jungle. It's the Jungle of ISU. And those guys are hilarious. Um, oh, yeah. I follow them all year long, and they just crack me up, and they're good at talking crap. And just, <laughs> like, right now I'm in the and just in this little battle. We got They, they pissed off a cat fan, and he's mad. Oh, no. I've been talking back and forth to him, but everybody's just so funny, and the cat fan is just mad. And we're just kind of <laughs> making fun of him, and, and the, the Idaho guys are ganging up, and we're ganging up, and just, like, he jumped in this – Nice little back and forth we were having with the jungle because those guys are hilarious and they, they oh, talk yeah. crap. And then he's just butthurt now, and it's just it cracks me up. And so, if you're looking for a good follow, you want to get some laughs, follow those guys. Uh, <laughs> I think they're run by students or something, they're, but they're yeah, it, it, it is a funny it, and, they, and they do some crazy things on there too. It's it's hysterical, yeah. Like um, last year, I loved it. They were they put a picture out of. Um, Bobcat Stadium with a shadow over it, and it said something like, "Yeah, Bobcats are still living in the shadow of the Grizzlies." And it was just like, "Oh man, they will throw shade at anybody," and I love it. Yep, you got You got to if your your program's yeah. not not anything else, you've got to throw shade. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. about all they can it's do. Awesome, it's so awesome. All right, man. Uh, you want to do predictions, and we can do some fan questions. Sure, sure. I uh, wrote mine down earlier today, actually. All right, well, what is it, buddy? So I'm taking the Grizz. I've got the Grizz 31, Idaho State 17. Okay. Okay. I, I've lowered my points a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have too. I'm lowering uh, my expectations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got the Grizz. I have 24 10. 24 to 10. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I, uh, I just ran the, uh, the versus. Uh, versus app to see what they would say. And the versus has the Grizz winning as well. 34 to 19. Oh. Um, higher than what we think. Yeah. What was what was it last week? 
Oh, let's see here. Last week, 31-13, Gris. Oh, gosh. So, um, well, here's one thing I thought was interesting, too. There was, there was a line that came out earlier today already on this oh, game. Really? Um, and they've got us favored by 25 and a half, which I thought was wow. Okay. And the over-under being 57. So we're early early line, but I was just like, boy, that they got better confidence wow. right now on our offense and stuff. I hope what I want is I want the Grizz to go out there and prove us wrong. I hope yeah. they go out there and just beat the crap out of these guys and put yep. you know, do the Eastern Washington last year, 63 to 3 or something like that. Yep. Go out there and just dominate and make everybody shut up and yep. go, okay, here's the team that we were talking about. That's yep. what I'd love to see. Because yep. right now, that's the one I have down for a score. I have well, we should win because Idaho is really not that good. And well, yeah. I hope I hope we win 31-17. And at least so much cooler. <laughs> we went out and just ran it up on them, and then the defense just shut them down. Exactly. Yeah, it, it it's kind of alarming. Like I, I I've yeah, I, we've we've definitely gone uh from both of us, Ferris State. I, I, I said 48, you said 41. And then last week I said 35, you said 41. We've definitely gone down in uh, points. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, it's uh, – yeah. our confidence levels have definitely gone down a little bit, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, and it's not like we don't believe in them. Well, yeah. it's just we have seen over, what, four games not too much good. No, um, no. And they're so gonna gonna have, lower, we're going to lower expectations a little bit, let them blow them out of the water. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, we, you know, guys, uh, we've got some questions here from fans. So, uh, do you have yours? Because I have uh, Twitter here. Um, you go uh, ahead. I think we've covered most of the ones that I'd seen. M Thorich uh, at 461 Tom. I think we look better when Clifton's out there running the offense. Why do you think they didn't give him a series in the fourth? I can answer that. We were down. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, we were down big, and and Vidlak's the better passer. So yeah, you're gonna go with the guy that's the more accurate passer to because you got to throw the ball. I mean, when you're down two touchdowns, yeah, you're down two touchdowns. You're gonna try to find you know, but if your offensive line's not blocking for you and guys aren't running the right routes, it's gonna. I don't care who's out there, you know. Yeah. Well, and it's my my thing is is the. Like the, this person um, is probably thinking, well, our mindset, and you can see it. It's 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 weird. I've never seen it before. But our offensive line's mindset when we run the ball is totally different when we pass the ball. Yeah. And in in it, I don't know why, and I think it's affecting the play out there because of what we're seeing. Um, but I I understand where this guy's coming from. Is we should just have him out there. But at the same time, if if you you can't get down two touchdowns. And just expect to run the ball and get back because you're trying to manage the clock too, and yep. you know throwing the ball stop if you if you drop the pass it stops the clock. Yeah, where you run the ball and you only get a yard, well, the clock just keeps on running. Exactly. Well, especially with the new rules too, is is yeah. the, it just it just keeps going. Yeah, yeah. So Until we get down to that two minute in the fourth. It's yeah, yeah. So that's I mean it's just it's standard football. You're down. You have to throw the ball more, and so that's what that's why they left vidlack in there too yeah uh brian hunt says uh has the game evolved so much that an experienced coaching staff is now considered a disadvantage i saw saw more creativity out of a young nau oc and frosh quarterback than our well-seasoned oc 
who's coached at several premier FBS schools. So for those that don't know it, that young OC is our one of our old head coaches, Flugrad's son. Flugrad, yep. And and he was. He was very creative. I yep. mean, they were pulling out every it's like it's like uh, Coach Ball went run every play, trick play you want. I don't care what you do, figure yep. it out. So yep. they did. Um yeah, it makes you wonder sometimes if if uh if if our staff is just like overthinking it, maybe. You know, yeah. So I, I think that when I see the it's third and one or fourth and one and we run a sweep to the outside instead of running it straight. I'm like, are we, are we thinking, oh, they'll never think we'll run this. <laughs> like, is that what we're thinking? I mean, I, I, this is what goes on in my head. I'm like, yeah. Oh, we're going to trick them. They'll never think we're going to run to the short side and run a sweep. <laughs> why? why? You know, I'm well, like, why? their defensive end was a beast. I mean, it doesn't make our, our, our lack of effort of guarding that defensive end just made them look like more of a beast on that one play when they're running to the left and he just goes in there and just creams Harris yeah. on like a fourth and one. And I'm just like, first of all, why is Harris in that position? Yeah, I just and why is you not blocking that guy coming around They're untouched? Yeah. Just... There's certain plays. Now there are certain plays where we're, we leave a guy untouched, like the defensive end, we're supposed to read him. But that's yeah. not what this was. It looked like no. <laughs> so um yeah, I just I don't, I don't get some of that. Why we're like, it's almost like we're getting too, too tricky. Yeah. Like, maybe that's some of it. Maybe we just need to dumb it down and play some, you know, easier. Or, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but uh, hands off to Flugrad's son. Yeah. He, he played. He did a great job coaching that, that offense against yep. us. Exactly. <laughs> Brian uh, Lagreed says, What's the date of the first home game next year? <laughs> I don't know if that's in reference to him not going to the games or well, if he's just I, tired of it. I, I believe we're playing Missouri State as our first home game next year. Okay. From I thought it was like sarcastically saying that he was done with this year. Yeah, he might be. I think that's probably what he's saying. But just to answer your question, we're playing Missouri State every <laughs> Labor Day weekend. So, <laughs> time to be determined yet. Oh, that is that is that is kind of funny. Um, so, did you have any that you had out there? Um, I don't know. My phone's. I I uh, I had to, like one Lane asking I think about the quarterbacks and stuff, and I think we've covered. You covered a lot that. about the quarterbacks and stuff, but uh, let me yeah. get on egress. Sorry, I'm gonna should have had it up, but oh no, that's all right. It's, I it's just I'm really hoping that you know. Our defensive backfield is ready for all this passing, because yeah. um, I feel like I feel like Gradney is there. He's doing a great job. He's getting picks. He's staying on his guys. Um, I, I feel like our corners are doing all right. It's the safeties really that I'm more worried about this weekend with this passing game. So I, I'm hoping we man up the outside and just use the safeties for more help, you know, and just give her, give that extra help and not overcommit to the run because these guys pass, pass, and pass some more. Well, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the linebackers too. Are we gonna, are we gonna go all out, or are we gonna bring back, or are we gonna have them fade back when you know we know I think you gotta, you gotta send at least one of them every time. Is, yeah. is my, in my opinion, at least one, if not two, just to get the pressure. But then uh, you know you're gonna have to have one of them helping out, and you know whether it's out in the flats or, or right in the middle there. So it'll be interesting to see what they what they decide. Yeah, exactly. 
sorry. Uh, here we go. I'm sure I didn't get on Egris this weekend because I'm sure it was. Oh, oh, you missed yeah. uh, you missed Egris here, buddy. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. After after the game, <laughs> it's never good. It's like never good to uh, go on well, there after. I was just thinking, like, it's negative after we win sometimes. Oh, so I, was like, man. I don't even want to look at it after we lose because I was already as mad as I was. And I was like, I don't need to get on there and start saying bad things to other Grizz fans because I'm pissed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was it was a, it was a, a bloodbath. Um, but we do have one question on e Grizz. Okay. Um, and so this is the UT Grizz fan. Um there is no defense of Bobby or this coaching staff, uh, in particular in offense anymore. We have clear regression on both sides of the ball. Offense, it's been happening for years. Uh, seriously address if this is the time to move on. Find some new coaches. Who should they be? I have no like, like it's it's in the middle of the season. I think we'll get to that farther down the line. I still think we have, you know, if we lose this game, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll be talking about that. There's, but... there's people that are upset about the coaching staff, and I'm sure, you know, Bobby maybe had some for sale signs in his yard, or maybe not. You know, I know <laughs> I remember Joe Glenn talking about that after we lost, lost to Hofstra that time. But, yeah, you know, I mean, people are upset, and rightfully so, because our expectation is so much higher at the University of Montana, yeah. and it should be. I mean, we have talented players, and it does feel like they've regressed. Um, they should be playing a lot better. So, thank goodness we got Idaho State. That we, hopefully, we can show that what they can do. And you know, if we, like you said, if we do lose this game, well, then yeah, the question is: is should should the staff still be here? You know, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I think part of the question is: I don't think Bobby's signed an extension or a new contract at all. And it's, I don't know. This is his last year. Yeah, this is his last year. Yeah. I don't think there's been a. If someone asked him about it, I think before the season, and oh yeah, he was very it, adamant about it. Yeah, he was like, "Well, it could be on my desk. You don't know." And it was just like yeah. he's like, "I haven't signed it. I'm not going to talk about it." He was very adamant about not getting into it, yeah. and that that there might be something, there might not be something, and he's fine with coaching, and he's fine with not coaching. Yeah. The one thing um, I do know is he he loves the Montana Grizzlies. Like, oh yeah. Elk is a grizzly through and through, and he loves these players. I mean, I, I think we saw that after uh, the Ferris State game when he was all fired up and everybody was excited and stuff, and there's a picture of him just, you know, it's he, he loves football and he loves this team. Um, that's one thing I'll give to him. Now, you know, if, if for some reason the staff was done, my personal opinion is that we, get a, we need to bring someone from outside in, like do a national search something yeah. different and not quit and i mean relying you can't, on you can't go for the same stuff. tree right yeah exactly yeah. i think we need to start start anew if we go down that road yeah. um but this season is not even close to being over it's just beginning we failed once well hopefully learn from it and pick ourselves back up and go get it i mean yeah. christ that's just yeah <laughs> we can't let one loss define our whole season so yeah. we have we have an opportunity here to go get things right with this game and then just see what happens from there. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I think that we'll, we'll get to that down the line guys. If we, if this year doesn't wind up that it, it's 
you know, the, the, there'll be those questions and it's only, only going to get a little bit hotter <laughs> um, <laughs> as we go up. State, I'd be glad oh. to talk about coaching change. Exactly. We, we'll, we'll get to that. If we lose this game, we'll get to that. Yeah. I just, I don't think that, you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit, like that there is a hot seat. I think the fans are, are t- some fans are, some fans aren't. I, I think it, it's 50, 50. Uh, I think yeah. that, I think it's a little more than 50-50 right now. Well, I think right now, yeah. But at the start of the season, though, I think you had, like, a, a camp that was like, oh, he's he's a good coach. And then you have a camp that is saying, hey, we're not seeing anything grow, right? right? And um, I, I, now I think it, you're probably right. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Well, um with all with all the stuff we have going first as the Montana Grizzlies, the facilities, the fans, oh yeah, the whole experience. It's like yeah. our expectation is way up here. It's way higher, yeah. and it should be rightfully so exactly. higher than any other FCS program out there. Yeah, and when we're not hitting those expectations, I think it's it's fair for the fan base to ask questions. You know, well, and just just they, looking at like how much they they, they charge for tickets and all that stuff, like fans still pay that and they're still but at the same time that's got to give some sometime right yeah. like you can't just keep on upping the price and upping the price and the product doesn't get better yeah like that's that's not going to happen um and so yeah i think well it, it's going to be interesting i do i agree with you luke that we've got to go outside if it does happen we've got to go outside the coaching tree we've got to do a national search we've got to do our due diligence and, yeah. and not just say, well, we can, we can do the safe thing. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, and try to, we've had some good coaches here. I mean, there was years ago, Chip Kelly applied for the job at one point. This was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, look at Jonathan, Jonathan Smith over there uh, at Oregon state. He was our yep. OC at one point for a year. So yep. there's good coaches out there that would love to be here. Um, yep. I don't think we're there yet to be talking about that personally. Um, yeah. But again, like I said, I'll jump on that bad wing and we lose to Idaho State. But we're not going to lose to Idaho State. So that's not going to happen. We're going to go over there. We're going to kick their ass. And we're going to win this game this weekend. And I'm hoping and I'm confident that our lines are going to dominate up front and we're going to right this ship. Exactly. So uh, he's got two more questions here. Garbage offense, play calling, and inexcusable online O-line play. Um, he talks about the uh, – the player to be named at a later date. Um, Abandoning our QB to get hit. Is there some (laughs) drama there we don't know of? Regardless, it's inexcusable behavior. And I think you kind of went over that. I don't don't think it's any drama. I think it's more it was the the play was already jacked up. He gave up on the play and that's it. I I don't think think there was any like malicious like I'm mad at Sam and want him to get hurt. I think I think there was just frustration there on everything that was going on in that game. Now that's not yeah. excu- it's not excusable at all. Yeah. But that's what it feels like to me. It doesn't feel like it was some kind of, you know, you 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 stole my girlfriend and I'm going to let you get hit or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> Vidlax married. He's an, he's an old man basically out there. So it's uh it, it's just it, it's just a weird ass game and we, weird things happen and. Guys did things that we'd never see them do before. So hopefully, again, they learn from it and don't do it again. Uh, his last question here. As mentioned, right out the season with this train wreck or make some midseason moves, fire and appoint interim OCs, coaches, 
and use the season to get guys we want to retain experience. Also, shouldn't hire based on friend slash Montana connection status. Pease has a terrible track record, especially in the recent years. So, um, so I got a question for him, I guess. Yeah. People are, people are like, fire the OC in the middle of the season. Okay. And get who? Yeah. Well, and I think heck are you going to find an idiot coach worth a crap in the middle of the season that's not already coaching? Unless you want to pull Marty Morningwick out of the booth and go, call our offense, Marty. You know I mean? Yeah. That's, that's just – it doesn't but work. It, no, and I, I think that it does more damage than anything because yeah. you you take you fire a head coach or you fire an offensive coach, and then you pull from within. Like that that's the problem we have right now, anyways. Yeah. Like it, the reshuffling, will, and we'll see. Has it helped? Like it it, it, it doesn't seem like it's helped. Yeah. There might be some nuances in some ways, but I, I don't think it's helped in the greater scheme of things. And we'll find out at the end of the year if it helped at the end result. Yeah, but, the reshuffling is more an offense. I mean, like Ronnie Bradford, <laughs> Coach Bear had to leave. <coughs> we didn't talk about this, but it was on Riley's podcast. <clears throat> Coach Bear left because he had cancer. Yeah. And unfortunately, that, that you know, he, he still loves ball and stuff, but he had to leave because of that. So the defensive side, I feel like that was just, a, you know, he left. And so Bradford was the next right up. I think that's still going on the right track. The shuffling, yeah. though, on the offense with, like, the dual coaches on the line and yeah. Rosie being like an analysis guy. And now P's, you know, it felt like the right thing, but is there tension still? Is there guys that are in the Rosie camp and there's guys that are in the P's camp? And we just don't know, yeah. you know, is, yeah. is the line, is it weird and jacked up because we got a tight ends and tackle coach and a center guard <laughs> coach. And, you know, I mean, I think that, that, that Rob Fennessy and Chad Germer get along, but, Maybe they hate each other. I don't know. I yeah. mean, like, so that's that, we just don't know those dynamics and stuff. And hopefully, we start seeing our line gel because I think if they can, that we're going to see a lot better product out of them. Because well, I, I saw a lot better last year. Yeah, more experience this year. So well, you, they should already be be gelled though. Like to I some know. some extent, like they were the same same offensive line as last year. It, it, there's no. Yeah, they I should, don't know. You're right. They should be gelled. They should be. <laughs> they should be spending all day and time with each other all the time and just be be yeah ready to yeah. go. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, last question. Um, Ali Z chat. Um, one uh, one question I'd like to answer: Who has the better pod, fight on or GFP? <laughs> I think they're both. They're both really good. Exactly. Uh, just so everybody knows, like, I'm friends with all those guys on the GFP. Yeah. They're all great guys. Um, I think we just all like talking Gris football. Like, exactly. I, I listen to their pod, and I think they listen to our pod. And, you know, it's just, it's nice to have all this Gris content. That's what exactly. I say. I, I think that, you know, each pod has their different kind of subtleties and what they do. Um, but no, I don't, I don't, I wish them all the luck. And, and then they have a great pod. They've been doing it for a little bit longer um than we have so um no they, they've been great i, I wish them the luck I, I listen to their pod and some of the things are funny and i, I laugh at it and you know it's it, it's it's great but the more grizzly content that we can get out there um i think is better um i just I, there's so much stuff that we could talk about to even just make Grizz Nation even bigger. Yeah. That I just think that we're not how do i say this without <laughs> pissing people off the communication side is can or or won't do that we can do sides them yeah it's, um, it's and so that we have 
fan pods. I mean, exactly. Like we have, I mean, so I also listen to Riley's pods. Yeah. And his is awesome. Um, I'll go and listen to uh, ESPN Missoula, listen to Coulter, his stuff that he puts out. I mean, it's just like, there's a lot of us out there that just want as much Grizz content as we can get. And especially after losses, it's kind of therapeutic to talk about all this stuff, (laughs) get your feelings out and stuff. So um, I listen to anything I can get my hands on to talk about Grizz football. So, and I think there's a lot of people out there like that. And when it comes to the FCS, we don't get all that stuff like the FBS does with like, no. you know, national pods and all this different stuff and, you know, different shows. And so yep. we'll take it where we can get it. And I'm, exactly. I'm, I think it's, I think we're blessed that we have, you know, multiple fan pods that go on and Riley putting his stuff out and Colter doing what he's doing. And yep. um, it's a, it's a pretty cool time to be a Grizz fan. Cause I remember not long ago, we didn't have all this stuff and it was like, we didn't have ESPN Plus. It was like, well, maybe I can get this game. And you know, all he really had was if you could get it still, you could listen to Mick and freaking Gerns yep. on the radio, which was yep. a delight then. Now we have all this stuff that's going on, and yep. um, it's pretty pretty awesome. So now exactly. we just our, our guys to show up on the field and you know make us all feel awesome too. Exactly, exactly. Well, let's get a, a get a win this next weekend and, and move on to the heart of. Uh, what we're going to have to face because after this week it, it, it gets hard two road games against uc davis and idaho we've got a unc team and then we've got sac state at portland state which portland state is kind of a team i'm kind of worried about they've been putting up a lot of points even in their high school stadium but um and then you know you got the, the kittens um the last game at Wagris, which i don't care what has happened in the past that game is, is still going to be a game to to watch no matter what i know they've they've had our number um but we've beaten them too um well, and so there's been years when they have not wanted hardly a damn game except for the that's surprise no, so you just never that's a game that's, yep about the records and stuff but first things first for any of that stuff got to go take care of idaho state Exactly. And rate, review, and subscribe to the pod wherever you get it. And uh, tell your friends, tell everybody about our podcast here. And also just if you guys want to get a hold of us, uh, remember we we let our uh, egress, we ask for questions there. Uh, and also just get a hold of us on uh, Twitter and Instagram as well. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we love to hear from you guys. We love that you guys are still listening to us and we, we appreciate it. And on to another week. Yeah. Um, I want to also give a shout out to Shay Rosberg. Uh, him and I were both being therapeutic after the game, talking about all the play and stuff. So just going back and forth. So shout out to him. And uh, didn't have any questions, but we were both just like, nice. what happened? What just nice. happened here? So, nice. Yeah. That's what we are. We are therapeutic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Until next week. Go Grizz. Right on.